Boys, boys. Guess what's under 100 days away? Christmas. No. It's, it's been a long year. Yeah. You're losing your virginity. Easter. Well, I mean, that's probably going to take longer than 100 days, Josh. <laughs> but you know you're going to get absolutely, me. Is absolutely nothing useful from asking us to guess. Uh, it's The Last of Us 2, boys. Under 100 days away. Oh. Specifically, day of recording, 99 days. Oh, jeez. Ah. What a countdown. <laughs> it's it's 99 days before Josh has to have finished the game already. Wasn't it? Wasn't it under a <laughs> hundred days and then got delayed out? Possibly, but this is the post I saw yeah. today from uh, PlayStation Australia. Okay, <coughs> so get excited! I'm Finish oh, the man. game, Josh. Yeah, get keen. Um, do we want to? Do we want to actually intro and then I can go from that into news? <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Heroes Tavern, where we drink beer and talk about video games. As always, I'm Callum, and I'm joined here by Josh. Hello. And we're joined by Nick. Oh, hey. Returning guest star, Nick. Oh, well. Ooh, hey, right. hey, hey. You were the <laughs> At returning least I'm a guest star. star Josh. <laughs> <laughs> You're the returning guest. Like, let's not get carried away here. Um, <laughs> not I happy just, about that call I, still. I take I like every it. sixth week off. I don't know if you've noticed. It's been a pattern. I, every six weeks, I can't do a, a podcast. At least Have on I the day that we this? do it. Yeah. Well, all the day before or the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. We there should probably work something out around that. I don't know what we could do. Not paid enough attention to notice. Sorry, boys. That's I'm not just... paid enough. Oh, well. All right, calm down. <laughs> Let's go on to the news before we <laughs> make this paid. some sort of class dispute. <laughs> um, all right, so going on from Callum saying that it's within 100 days of Last of Us 2, um, the people at PAX East will not be seeing it as they were promised because Sony has said they will not be attending PAX East, which is due to take place next week. And this is all due to our lovely friend, COVID-19. COVID. Wait, didn't have this in the news, Josh? You I fucking didn't. throw on a curveball at us. <laughs> yes, I, I did hear about this one, though. So yes. I, I, I had it to bring up as news because I thought Josh missed it. Never mind, <laughs> okay. Um, I believe also Cisco is not going to some event because of this. So, hey, yeah. and there, lots there, of people. There are a few other devs as well who... Um, are sending people from like their US office rather than going over themselves um, for that. Yeah, and, right. <laughs> and I think GDC as well, I saw there are like 10 studios which have either had to pull out or send representatives because they, at this stage, am not going. Am? Yeah, right. And ah, Josh. Ah, that's they the are not, not going. going. <laughs> that was a really basic sentence to fuck up. <laughs> Multiple ah. I am like a, a neck of so into the beer. Blame it on that. That is a lot of beer for you. Mm. My goodness. Exactly. Um, all righty. Uh, do, 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 do. What do we have? Um, all right. Let's, I'll get on with some VR stuff. Get out the way before you guys all throw too much uh. hate at me. Um, Half-Life Alex officially got its release date announced because um, they had said it was coming out, but they hadn't said when. Uh, it's March 23rd, so people are actually genuinely impressed with that because it doesn't fall into the Valve time, which is apparently a thing. I've never really tracked... Valve time? What is Valve time? I've never really tracked the release of a Valve game, but apparently they've been a bit bit known for Valve time, which is delays or when it's ready or like announcing a game that's not coming out for a while. But Half-Life Alex, they, they didn't announce well, it, c- it, it could still it... get it delayed. No, no, it's, it's done. They basically announced it when it was almost ready to ship. Like they yeah, did, they did not smart. want Valve time on this game. 
um, <laughs> mind. Because, um, yeah, it's within, it's what, the 20th of Feb now. It comes out the 23rd of March and they only announced the launch date this week. So I would be very surprised if they had to delay it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they did it this way. Like any delays that there was to the game happened internally before it was even announced. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Game yeah. was meant to be out two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and because of it, the index, Valve's index headset is still sold out. You can't get this headset, which Jesus. part of that also comes down to COVID because there's just no manufacturing happening in China okay. at the moment. <laughs> right, that's yeah, a yeah. much sadder way of looking at yeah. it. There's been, been a few things that have been delayed. I ha- I've, I've crowdfunded a, a thing on Indiegogo and we got a message from them being like, yeah, we've got all the parts and ready to manufacture and ship them, but we're not allowed to the factory to actually put shit together because we're all yeah. in lockdown. <laughs> no. It's like, okay, stay safe. Um, and Ubisoft is also apparently working on a AAA VR title Um that will be Ubisoft are working on everything. Yes, <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of teams. They do, yeah. um, but they're they working. Their fingers in all the little pies going on. They got Stadia. They've got that other one. Thanks <laughs> <What else did laughs> for that recently? list. Isn't what a Stadia what a coherent Google? list. Yeah, yeah, but they've got like they're they're on st- they're partnered with Stadia. They're partnered with something else recently. Yeah. It's like a big thing. Yeah, I can't remember. Big old um, list of one and a half things. <laughs> yeah. um, you like, know what I mean. <laughs> Ubisoft, out of like the big sort of studios, Ubisoft is the one that has dabbled probably the most in VR. I've got, um, they've done a few VR games. There was that Transcendence, I think it was called, that Elijah Wood one. They they had one a while ago called Eagle Flight. They had a, almost like an Unreal Tournament. Oh, it wasn't Eagle Flight just like... The eagle from fucking Assassin's Creed? No, it was very much, very much not. <laughs> was it? Uh, no, it was almost like what it, it felt like it, it. It was out before there were hand track controls, so you just used a 360 or an Xbox controller, and it was mainly the head tracking, and it was almost like a dogfight, but you're an eagle, I think, because there was. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Um, I remember that description. Yeah, um, they had a um, uh like an Unreal Tournament Halo-esque type game, which unfortunately didn't do well because it was really expensive, but it was quite good. Um, but the this triple AVR title they're working on falls into one of their existing IPs. It's a, They even labelled it as one of their greatest IPs. So, Assassin's Creed VR. That is what everyone is thinking because it <laughs> just lends itself the most to VR. What else have they done that would be their greatest IP? Maybe a Splinter Cell. Um, Ooh, they do do Splinter Cell, and Splinter Cell would it, work. Did they they said it was their greatest IP, yes, was it? This was, it was from a job listing, and it's in okay. the job listing that you'll be working on a triple AVR title that falls into one of their greatest IPs. Oh, uh, one of okay, right? Yeah, so that yeah, I, I could what? see Splinter Cell. That could work. Yeah. I'd play that. Maybe it. Maybe mm. it's. Maybe it'll be a Far Cry. Um, Heck, yeah, I honestly, I, I struggle to see Siege it. VR. <laughs> I, I struggle to see it being uh, Assassin's Creed. Honestly, like mm. that game is, I don't see how you could do it. Like the, yeah, I, I reckon it has to be something else. Yeah, just aesthetically, it makes the most sense because, as other people have pointed out, you have the whole concept of the animus. So yes, um, yeah, I, guess. I get that, but like just gameplay short, wise. Mm. How would you manage that shit? Like it, Assassin's Creed is kind of fast paced, and it very much lends itself to that. They third would have to person. slow down the combat a bit, but there are tons of of combat games. 
Like uh, the climbing, the, the climbing's great in VR. That that's another thing about it. There are so many. I feel like it's only good games. in games. They're only it's only good in games. It's just specifically built around it. I, I oh, feel yeah. like you, it wouldn't, you wouldn't lend port, itself. You wouldn't as, port an old VR, uh, an old no, Assassin's Creed. You'd no. build a new one for it. So, like, it would have to be a, a slower paced Assassin's Creed game. But you definitely could do it. I didn't even but I, I didn't like, even I thought like about the, cl- the climbing climbing. But as soon as you said it, I'm like, oh no, wait. That makes perfect. That makes far more sense. I, I feel like the climbing would become tedious and annoying. I literally have a game mm. in VR called The Climb. It is a climb. Yeah, but game. I guess it would. <laughs> Does it, it would play make the song cl- The Climb by Miley Cyrus while you play it? No. That's <laughs> Although that is all I'm thinking about when I'm playing it. <laughs> good, good. As, yeah. as all things should be. And there are um, others that there are plenty of games out there that have changed climbing mechanics in VR. Like it's it, I. I don't want to hold out hope for an Assassin's Creed game, but I do generally think it it does fit very well. But they could they could do a, a Rainbow uh, Six uh, and do like a seat, try to do like a be like the shooter for VR because there aren't a lot of big budget. I, I feel like shooters. it wouldn't be Siege. It, it might it might be what was Ghost Recon? Ghost Recon maybe maybe. I, feel, I can that's more more likely than Siege. I feel like they'll go story based over Clancy multiplayer though. Title. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'd like help. to see. I the reckon. Game, Splinter Cell lends itself well, like the whole yeah, sneaking like stealth. It's guess. slower. You get the ability to like maybe, you know, be in the shadows while you try and aim, and like that's going to take time to get used to. I would think. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, you get that opportunity where it's, it's not fast-paced combat where you're trying to kill everyone real quick. You can kind of stay back and okay, cool. I'm going to aim, line this up, and shoot it. Mm-hmm. And stay and it also shadows. it it would punish you more for because it's so much more difficult to to. To handle yourself in one of those those intense situations in VR, yeah, yeah, that like it's that that in itself is a punishment. You know, like there's a lot of those stealth games where it's like, oh, if you stuff up, you'll have to go guns blazing. It's like, okay, but that's easier anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier than doing the stealth, whereas <laughs> now it actually would be hard. Yeah, yeah. Either way, we don't we don't know the job. The job listing was it, well is for a narrative designer, so we won't know for ages because the game's development would barely have even started. They would have, they would have just been yeah. like, we want to do an Assassin's Creed game or we want to do a Splinter Cell game. Okay, what, what what's yeah, it about? I have no ideas. Well, yeah. let, we'll get back to you once we've hired somebody to write the story for us. Like, Still, it's yeah. it's Ubisoft. I reckon that getting re- writing the story is actually like really low on the whole project guide. Yeah, true. They may, they may have started they, they, mechanically. They already have models. Yeah. They it's, may already have a bunch yeah, of stuff. They, no, they'd probably have the project plan. They've got the title. They've got the marketing strategy. They've got all of that in place before they even think about building the game. They've they've got all the fucking like plot beats already laid out. Yeah, they just need to yeah. fill it in. They've got exactly factory exactly printing up the um uh, manufacturing the statues that'll come with the special edition. <laughs> yep, they've got the pop vinyls <laughs> in storage already. Oh, love it. <laughs> um, alrighty, next up. Um, after five years of basically nothing being done to it, Audio Surf got patched. The other <laughs> That's day. random as. All yeah. right. Um, the patch was a pretty simple one. It basically improved support for widescreen displays like what you boys both have. Ultra-wide. Ultra-wide screens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also narrow um, displays if you had an old 4.3 monitor. Um, oh, or if I want to turn my ultra-wide <laughs> sideways and fucking give go. myself some neck up-down neck yeah. exercises. Um, yeah, and they also added... Well, they changed how decides to put in corkscrews into the levels. Okay. Reading over it, it said, at the moment, a corkscrew will go in 25% of the time, but they've changed it 
the logic behind it where like if the if a song sounds like or feels like it really needs a corkscrew like a drop or something like a really big drop that song will get a corkscrew um okay. yeah but just a weird little tidbit piece of news I'm not even sure I have audio surf I just do not remember for the life of me it would be it's on just the it's it's yeah. outdated now that VR has its own like version yeah. and they're so much nicer like you, you look at it has no tracks that's my problem with beat saber Oh, doesn't it inco- do like the or, or incorporating thing where you could just no? You're, thi- you're thinking, um, uh. you're thinking, uh, soundboxing. What? Oh, I got to get myself some. You mean audio shield now. or is well, audio I'm shield. thinking audio, audio oh, shield? Audio shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're I'm thinking, thinking of sound-based beat yeah. rhythm games where most of them now you can put your own music into. Yeah, I'm not just thinking of one. But it's, oh, it's, it's hard on, on, on the Quest. On PC, you c- there are people who mod it and you can just download their song tracks. Beat Saber doesn't have an automatic level generation where you just pump in the song like Audio Surf or the, or the right. um, Audio Shield. Um, but you, there are people who've made mod tools where you can load in a song file and plop the boxes where you want them and then export that and then add that into the game. But that only works on PC, not on... Quest. It used to, right. but after Facebook changed some terms of services, the people who made the mod decided to back off just to avoid getting any infringements. Um, right. On your Facebook. Yeah. Um, Facebook. Next up, The Witcher 3 on Switch, or as the literal patch notes call it, new Switcher update. Um, that's bad, and they yeah. should feel bad. <laughs> Allow yeah. it, it, they've allowed for those Norwegians have gotten away for too. They're Norwegian, aren't they? CD Projekt Red. They're Scandinavian. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've gotten away with too much for too long. They, Fucking they've, Sven. They've put in cross save between the Switch and PC, which is <coughs> fucking awesome. So you can import your save from Steam or GOG. So the two platforms that The Witcher Three is available on on PC into the Switch. So with the GOG actually, GOG GOG is GOG, that. yeah. Yeah, does um, it work with that? Yeah, I didn't it's a, it, it was patched for yeah. that as well. I thought it no, was you can. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I think GOG has their own cloud Neat. save thing, and the uh, Nintendo the Switch version has it. And then you can go the other way, so you can export it back into it. To you pick can it. go the other way. Yes. Okay, it's that weird how cool. vague everyone has been about that. I, I, I the reason I'm saying it for certainty is because friend of the show Lukey has now got The Witcher on Switch, and I asked him if he can, and he showed me a screenshot of where it says "Upload to Steam." Okay, <laughs> <Sorry>. good. Because <laughs> <laughs> nice. like all the articles that I read about it, they were all none of them said cross like or cloud save or yeah, was, I guess it ca- was all ca- like technically imports. it's not cloud save. It's yeah, it's it was not all like, like it import your save is what it said. Like you would yeah, have I to guess go, it's because because yeah. it's not automatic. You have to go That's into the game. Why. Have, yeah, load up the game on the Switch, yeah. go into the menu and go like, you know, upload. It says like yeah. upload, save, and it saves it back to, I'm assuming, the platform that you pulled it from. So if you pulled it off the Steam. Because yeah. you have to link the game with either your GOG or your Steam account on, on the yep. Switch. Yeah. Um, but that's really fucking cool. Like, it, like that's me- almost makes me want to buy it as well on the Switch. Just to... <laughs> Get back into it. Like they know they they know what they're doing. Old old CD Project Red. Um, the final couple pieces of news I've got here are our listener submitted ones. Um, if you guys had anything else you might want to do before that, oh. I've, I've got one. Yeah. Somewhat gaming related. Yes. Um, Nerf have just ah. released the Halo Nerf Gun Collection. I want a needler. Oh fuck I yeah! Want really? A yeah, yeah. Oh, so of course, there's a, a needler. There's a Nerf needler. 
Um, there's the assault rifle. The US is oh, it USGS yes. or what are they called? I don't know. I oh, just, the, just the USNC. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get you get the assault USNC. rifle and um, a pistol as well that are USNC. Yeah. Oh, so pistol, USNC is like yeah. that's that's like the name of the military. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's their pe- pistol yeah. and then there's a the needle. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. do look pretty cool. The needle looks fucking dope. And look, I unless that pistol is overpowered and essentially a small sniper rifle, what's the point? Little so uh, those combat nerf, Josh. Come on, little. It's Halo nerf or nothing, Josh. Uh, they don't. Okay, you know what? They look kind of half-assed. The, the needle one would be so much better if it actually pulled the darts in from up the top. But oh, that would be fucking impossible, Josh. How hard that would be. <laughs> It'd be oh, also. I, I think. I think that needle is literally just a single shot. Like you put a, one bullet in the front and you pull the bottom thing and you shoot one. Oh, no, you're right. It does look like that. Eh? Yeah, it's one of those really cheap, shitty ones. So it better yeah. be cheap. The um, the assault rifles the got assault a magazine. Looks good. The pistol I, looks I similar. That. It looks like the pistol might be two shot though. Yeah, it is, but it's like that. That pistol doesn't look anything like any of the pistols from the Halos. <laughs> it just says Halo on it the does. side. It <laughs> does. I am so much. So much more disappointed in this. The assault yeah. rifle, is it pump action? Like how? What are they using to fire it? Uh, it's, it's electric. Probably, it's electric. Okay, yeah. It's got yeah. the little the switch on the side there. Okay, so it's a flywheel system. Yeah. I, I, I'm the assault rifle is the only good one. one, and the ne- the needle is hey. cool just for the aesthetic. Even then, the assault rifle's just the, all the wrong colours. Oh yeah, it's yeah. too colourful. Oh yeah, like just how do it all grey with the orange bits. People. People will mod them. People will mod them to make them game realistic. Yeah, colors. but if you got to mod them, then what's yeah. the fucking point? You could just mod a, a normal one of, one of them to look like a fucking Halo gun. <laughs> People probably have. Uh, I was so much more excited till I saw oh, the pictures. Oh man, this one looks so much better. Like at least shape wise. Hang on, I'm gonna put this in the chat of our thing. This is an older one. This one looks more like what I remember. Look, I don't know how to bring the chat back up now that I've gotten that rid of arrow, it, Josh. That arrow that I got you to push. Yeah, that's not there anymore. It is. If you oh like. yeah, that like the sh- yeah that one's that, that look- one's better. Yeah, uh, if it's, it's even that one's completely the wrong color, but it still looks better. Yeah, and then this one. Oh god, here we go. We're just showing yeah, pictures exactly. to each other exactly. while we're recording. So that podcast. first one looked more accurately like the assault rifles did, and then I've just done another one, which is um. Yeah, there's the fucking pistol. Yeah. How hard is that? I've done. I said another one, which is the plasma. Is that the plasma pistol and the actual pistol? Yeah, 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 yeah. Which they look more they accurately shape wise what the what they look like in the games. Either or I had to get out of the chat and then come back to be able to see these. That's weird. Either or yeah. the needler is the best looking one just because it looks most like what it does in the game, even with just the colours. Like it's it's pink. Mm. <laughs> it got the colours right. It's yeah. the only one it did. <laughs> um Did you have anything else? Oh, yeah, I was just gonna bring up so Rainbow Six Siege is confirmed to be coming to the next gen consoles on that. release. I'm, I'm on release. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they said they they can't tell you when they're gonna when they when it's releasing because <laughs> they're just gonna release it with the console and yeah. nobody knows exactly well, yeah, when yeah. that is. They'll probably be already like fucking the discs are already made, just sitting in a warehouse <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Every one of the consoles comes preloaded. With Rainbow Six Siege, <laughs> yeah, probably with like no characters. I'm, I'd <laughs> yeah, be there yeah. for that. Um, but but uh, co- looks like. Go on. Oh. I'll, I'll go after. Oh, that. I was gonna say. Um, people are yeah. People are hoping that it means cross-play and cross-platform progression as well. Yeah, that'd be cool. So I was. Mm. Gonna, I'm pretty sure both of them have confirmed 
backwards compatibility. So essentially, mm. so if you've got it on Xbox One, no reason why you couldn't just use the Xbox One version again on the Series X. But the question is, if it is legitimately just the Fuck, same I hate version, that name. Um, if it is legitimately just the same version, but maybe it's just like if you pop that in, it'll like download like a update to it that makes it look nicer or run better mm. because you've got better hardware for it. Um, mm. um, cross play would be nice between mm. the um things. The consoles, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I was going to say, did you guys see that video that came out the other day? Oh, that yeah. We've been getting oh. the skills for for a while, but I think the video only just came out. The I've seen all enough memes around it that video, I've seen the video, video, basically. Pardon? The Siege video. Oh, no. I missed that one. Yeah, the cinematic one. It came out like a couple days ago, I think. There's just been screenshots prior, but it's actually pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Sort of putting more more, uh, personality behind the random character names. Yeah, that's it. It was um, fucking Mozzie when he first pops up. His voice is real weird. And then it kind (laughs) of gets better Australian after that. Oh, okay. But like the first word he says, you're like... Wait, was that meant to be Mozzie? What the fuck was that? <laughs> and then I think is it Thatcher with the the big handlebar mustache? Yeah, it's Thatcher. Oh, I'm, I'm here for Thatcher. I, I'd play some more <laughs> Thatcher after that video. The dude's like 51, I think. He's supposed to be 51. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good like, 51 year old. <laughs> I think he was supposed to be like mid late 40s, but don't forget the game is old. <laughs> so yeah, right. Like, <laughs> so like because the, the, they just they just list their birth dates, so yeah. they are. Canonically aging, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So he's getting on in years, but he still <laughs> he still sprints at full speed. Four. He's a two speed, I think. Bit, Could be wrong, give give anyway, him a couple anyway. years, and they will drop him down because he had a hip replacement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, all right. Last up, we've got a couple of um, listener suggested news stories. If you want to get in on that, jump on the Heroes Productions Patreon to get access to the Discord, where you can suggest some news stories through to us. Um, these are a couple more games that have been doing um, microtransaction DLC for uh, for the Australian bushfire relief funds. Um, the first one comes out of a pretty pretty new game called Hunt Showdown. A game I've never heard of this game. Neither but I'm have here I. For this DLC, I'm pretty sure it's called. Cool. I'm pretty sure it's by Crytek. Um, okay. The game. Oh. I, I only, from what I saw, it launched on PlayStation Four on the 18th of Feb, so literally like two days ago. Oh wow! So it's real new, eh? Real fucking new game. Um, it's a. Oh, I think yeah. it's a, either an asymmetrical or a PVE game. Um, yep. But they've put in a, a Aussie fire relief pack um, that is two weapon skins. Um, based on 19, uh, 1800s New Orleans firefighters. So there's there's a dagger there, and I think that's a... Is that a rifle or a shotgun, Nick? You looks like a, yeah, a, looks that's like a, a rifle. Uh, right, yeah. um, it's a lever action. Now, the weird thing is with both the ones... I am here for these skins. I'm going to put it out there. They're the, real cool. The weird thing is, though, with both of these um, packs that we're going to talk about, there's weird like restrictions about how they're doing the donations. So this skin pack is going to be available in the game forever, but it's only purchases up until the end of March that'll be donated, huh. and it's not available on that. This pack I don't think is available on consoles yet. It won't be available on consoles until after the end of March. So you, this is only if you purchase this DLC through Steam. Will anything go right? Um, okay. So it's like a weird like restriction around it. Um, but that 
it's still it's still a cool thing that that more companies are getting in on it. And in my mind, the better of the deal, the better of the skin packs is a PUBG pan skin. Uh, what about their pans? Um, oh, this one is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't remember any pan skins. Um, so it is. Oh, well, it's little... fucking. It's mm. been a long time since you played, this Josh. There's skins for everything. True. Um, it's a cute little uh, koala and um, and fucking what's it called? Kangaroo. That's the word. Um, I just said that off the microphone. But yeah. <laughs> having a having a little cuddle on a pan. Um, it costs three hundred in-game gold coins, which I think is the equivalent of three US dollars. And um, they'll pull up all the money raised for it um, until the end of March, and then the, that'll go towards as an unyet as ugh, words an as yet undecided charity. So we, where the um, one for Hunt Showdown is going to wires, which come on, where's the Victoria? Everything is fucking going to wires. Yeah, yeah. where's the Victoria love? Yeah. Um, so hopefully with the PUBG one, they realise that hey, Victorian animals got hurt too, and they need help. Because the fires are pretty much under control now, from my understanding. New South Wales is basically fire-free because it's underwater. Um, Victoria, yeah. I th- we've, we've had a decent amount of rain here as well, but not nothing like what New South Wales has had. All, all the fires are out for the first time since October last year. Well, oh, that's good. good. Now it's just repair and recovery. Yeah. And flood. And flood. Yeah, people say, yeah, there's too many thoughts and prayers and now now <laughs> they need to cut back, cut back on the thoughts and prayers because we're drowning. That's it. It's a ridiculous situation to be in. We're dr- yeah. yeah. And I think we're still technically in a drought. So let that all sink in. <laughs> Who knows? Anywho. Good ass. Games. Fucking do love me some games, eh? Yeah. Cool. Now, I don't know about you boys, but I've definitely been playing something. Something new, Nick. What okay. are you doing? Stop. Yeah, can you stop jerking <laughs> off on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is really awkward for the just ignore it. involved. Mm. Just ignore it. Mm. Um, all so right, Josh. You been playing any games? Well, it depend depends on your definition of a game. Um, oh my oh god, no. are we going to get fucking <laughs> philosophical here? Fuck me. Sudoku's do not count, Josh. Because, like Martin Luther King, I have a dream. I have dreams um, for PlayStation. Dreams are not games. We're going to put it out there, but okay. No, dreams, the um, the game thing that came out on PlayStation late last week. Right. So, I found out today, this has been in development for seven years. Ooh, oh, geez. It was announced at E3 in 2015. Um, it's 2020 now, baby. Or like, oh no, it was shown off at E3 in 2015. I think it was first like announced right around the start of this console generation. Like it's it's been in the work for a while. There's been a extended like buy-in beta for it for a while because it's it's by Media Molecule, which is the people who made Little Big Planet, which okay. is right, right, which is one of those um, user created yeah. content. User created content. Lazy games. Um, I would. Definitely not call this lazy because instead of building a game, they've built a platform here. It's it's essentially a game engine. It's much more than what... Sound more like a marketer right now. Yeah. They haven't so much built a game <laughs> as they've built a game platform. It's Let me tell you more like, about it. 
It's much more than what your little big planet was like, which was all 2D side scroller. The closest thing I can think of is something like Project Spark. But the thing that that, it, that Dreams has that Project Spark never did is genuine asset creation. If you want a fucked up looking dick to be what your character is, you can sculpt that and dick anima- wizard. Yes, you can make a dick, <laughs> dick wizard. Warlock, thank you. <laughs> you sorry, make- Dick Warlock was it? Yeah. Yes, it was. You could okay, sculpt sorry. it, animate it, record audio for it, and make that the character in the game if you wanted, and then build the whole game for it, or grab someone else's game and swap out the character. Like you can fully create anything in there. Plus, there's a whole bunch of pre-made assets um, with it. So I can see why it's taken this long because they've had to get it so damn user-friendly and figure out the controls. Like, um, you're playing with a PlayStation controller, not a mouse and keyboard. So it's like, it makes things... You'd think it would make things difficult, but they do a very good job with the tutorials and the how-to videos on how to just use the controller. I'm going to say something here which is going to make you guys shudder, but just hang with me. The controller, by default, you can turn it off and use another option, but I haven't done it, uses the motion controls. Well, no, I'm, I'm no, a bit past that. Because yeah. you, can't, you can't turn it off, but it, when you're making a level, you have essentially a cursor. It's called an imp, but it's, it's a cursor. And you move it around by using the motion controls or the gyro in the controller to move it up, down, left, and right. That leaves your the, the sticks free to um, rotate and zoom in and out. So that's how they get all the degrees of freedom with just the controller. Um, okay. They they use this exact example. L1 on the controller is basically shift. So uh, it makes buttons that did one thing. You press L1, now all the buttons do a different thing. Like just to give you more. But, and it's all it all just works. And with the what they call the, the, the Dreamiverse, as what they call like the the online place where all the games are, there are they do a decent. Call it a marketplace, fuck it. Oh, it's not. It's not. It's not a marketplace. You're not buying anything. It's because when you make when you make a thing in Dreams, whether you're making a game or an animation or just a piece of art, you can label it as such and upload it to the Dreamiverse for other people to go and then mm. play or view or watch or whatever with it. Um, it ships with a three-hour-long campaign uh, that they have built entirely in in the game, um, so you can get an right. idea of what you can do. Um, and they've said. I, th- I think I saw somewhere they've said they're going to continue creating stuff for it for at least 10 years. That's what they're going for. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> <laughs> so after seven years of development. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I, I, I personally haven't had too much time to create anything with it yet. Like it came out on Friday and I'm, I'm swapping between playing this campaign, playing what other people have made and working my way through the tutorials to learn how to do things. Like y- you very quickly learn how to manipulate the camera and build static objects. So making a sculpture or a scene would be easy enough, giving it some slight animations of what of, you know, maybe some water trickling or a fire crackling or whatnot wouldn't be too difficult. But it's when you start to get into making an actual game with with game logic and playable characters and stuff that mm. I'm just starting to get into that. Because the way they do it if you think back to um like node based programming, it's it's a bit like that so you're not you're not writing lines of code because obviously that'd be crazy um mm. and it's not even like opening up um a no-based programming thing where it's like you know if this happens do this if this happens do that just by dragging and dropping things in 
all the programming logic is items in the world as well. So mm. if you want a character to have a health meter, you drag out of this gadgets thing uh, a health thing for them and you snap it to the object and now that that object has health and then if you want right. something to edit that health you grab a health modifier object and snap that to the object that would then affect that health whether it'll add health to it as like a heal pad or take it away and you can change it from tick to to instant damage um yeah and they, it's all done with wires as well. So you can set up trigger zones. So you can say when a particular object or any object e- enters a, a zone, um, that, that, that gives that zone power. So then you say when this has power, you drag this wire off to the separate gadget. And then you say, okay, maybe when that mo- no, module has power, rotate this other object. So it's all quite visual mm. rather than just looking at like a page with lines of code or modules on it. You can it's easier to see because the things are all in the world and attached to the objects and it's all just it can be messy when you're in edit mode because there's these colored little blocks everywhere and you hover over them wires fly off to all the things that they attach to. When you're in play yep. mode you can't see them like they're just there in the edit yep. mode sort of thing. So it's it's a cool way of doing things. And all the tutorials are really well... They explain things very, I don't know, thoroughly and, like, simply. It just... They really... Yeah. I just think they've done a really good job, and I can see why... Last I checked on Metacritic, this was sitting at 91% for both critics and users. Right. Yeah. When was the last time you saw a game get that high for both? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, usually it's one or the other. Exactly. Yeah. Um... And it was really cheap. Really fucking cheap. The standard price seems it? to be about fifty fifty five. Oh, okay. But you, you really you really no, got me going for, on a different for, I I, I still thirty dollars no, under like a No, full I, I got off Amazon. I paid yeah. forty three. Okay. Which I, I'm like for and that was essentially on its official launch day. I w I hadn't bought into the beta or anything for it. Yeah. Um it came with some codes for for stuff, I'm like, oh, this will be like some nice assets and stuff. Nah, it's all like, you know, the soundtrack or a dynamic theme for the PlayStation because I don't see them putting any microtransactions in here because any microtransaction they put in for a special asset, you can literally just make it yourself. Yeah, of course. I haven't looked too much into how the audio works, but I've played a few games and they all seem to have different soundtracks. So there might be some form of like audio garage band type system in there. I don't know. I did play one which had like news reports and like you know this just in and breaking news that sounded like that was somebody like had recorded that with their PlayStation microphone. So it sounds like you can just record your own audio mm. and chuck that into the game as well. So it's like there's some it's really impressive. What? Sounds like a very very handy creative outlet. Yeah, mm. I'd, I'd call it a creative outlet more than a game. Oh no, a hundred percent. If you if you want to go into the creation side of things, it really is. And I'd, I'm not sure if I'll ever get to the point where I'm building a big game like what some other people have done in it. But I might, you know, play a few and get an idea for something and download somebody else's creation and remix it or chuck some extra stuff in there. I, I don't know, but I, I want to get my head around all the tools and everything you can do in it. Um, that you can use the move controllers, which I think would make some stuff easier, um, essentially, because yeah. then you can move it around in 3D space. And apparently they are really heavily looking into and 
potentially have almost finished VR PlayStation VR support for it, which again that could be interesting. Again, yeah, and maybe not necessarily for playing the things, but for the level creation and the 3D sculpting and the mm. asset creation. It, doing that in VR is so much easier because you're dealing with a 3D object in a visual 3D environment rather than, yeah, yeah. like, I've done a little bit of 3D modeling and you can make it look good and then you rotate the camera and it's like, whoops, that point was way off there or something. Like, it's... It, if, mm. if you're in the actual 3D world, sculpting is so much easier. I, I have a 3D modeling program for the Oculus Rift called Medium. And, yeah, it's so easy to whip uh, a decent-looking object up in that because it's like working with clay. You, you, you can see it as if it was an object mm. in front of you. So if they add PlayStation VR support for it, that would make asset creation so much easier. Mm. Yeah. So I guarantee I can still make anything look bad, though. Oh, yeah, no, no, <laughs> that's not hard. Trust me. You sh- should have seen the abomination of a character I made in the character creation tutorial. Oof. It, I, I struggled to sleep that night. I think it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. But, yeah, I'm really, really thoroughly enjoying it, and I do. I just want to sink time to that, but it's fucking hard because I also want to spend time with my fucking newborn baby, and it's like, God damn it, why can't you be a game? Because then I can just, like, through this. <laughs> wow. All right then. Josh Words wishes he's from newborn. Josh that I'm not remotely surprised to hear. <laughs> Goddamn newborn baby. Why can't you be a video game? <laughs> Have you played uh-huh. anything, Nick? Yeah. So yeah. I uh, picked up Disco Elysium. It was an interesting choice. It's not the kind of game I'd normally be playing. Yeah. This isn't the like shooter rhythm game, is it? Nope. No, it's absolutely no. not. It's so basically, sounds like it should be. That <laughs> it does kind of. It is a uh, point-click kind of isometric detective game. Okay, that is what. So I've you heard just about it. you just sort of like you just sort of click left click to move around, left click to interact with objects, left click to do fucking everything. The game is ninety percent dialogue. Okay. From what um, I've heard, it is a very well-written book, but a video game. Mm. <laughs> it, it really is. Now, it was really interesting because I, I, I was sort of taken in by the overwhelming, overwhelmingly positive review on Steam. Yeah. Okay. Like say, it's um, it's currently sitting there still with its overall of ninety-five percent. Jesus, that's really fucking high. Very, yeah, it very is. Good, yeah. It is. And it, usually when I see something that's that high, I interpret it as it not it's it's gone beyond being good. It's it's gone and reached out to all audiences because like 95% of people who've played it enjoyed it enough to, you know, well, that's mm. that's not true at all. It's 95% of reviews are positive. Yeah. So so I I thought, you know, even though this game doesn't really look like it's the kind of game for me, it must be good enough. I had the same thing with um fuck over under Watch. undertale yeah okay uh yeah, undertale okay. was stupidly well rated and i was like oh, i don't like the whole black and white pixel art kind of weird story but if it's that highly rated i'll give it a shot and i didn't like it cuz it was that thing i don't like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wanted to i wanted to like it because i heard so many good things about it and the yeah. story is amazing and yada 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 i could not get into undertale 
Yeah, I was the same, and I was—I so, I felt a little bit misled by the stupidly good rating. But I guess mm. it's that's the thing. Like you don't, if you, if if you see, play a game and you think it's good, but it's just not for you, you don't go and rate it negatively. Do exactly. You? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I figure that, uh, that there's a lot of people out there who would, mm. but apparently not. Anyway, Disco Elysium—it almost falls under that because it is not the type kind of game that I play, but it is very well written. You and can understand why it's rated so highly. Yeah, yeah, and it's got a lot of uh, it's got a lot of really nice artistic choices. Okay, um, not just in like its desi- not just in like its artwork, but just sort of the feel, the dialogue, everything sort of fits well. Um, but there are a few things that are jarring, jarringly out of place. But even that is by design. Yeah, right. right. And like the the game, the game's got a lot of very like uh, psychological. Uh, things going on with it especially right at the start like the game literally starts off as you are talking to your ancient lizard mind your ancient reptilian mind because you're that you're you're practically dead and then like your brain just reverts to its primal state and you have a conversation with it right oh okay (laughs) um and then like you've you you just pull yourself away from death and get up off the floor of the hotel room that you're in because you're a raging alcoholic. Okay. And that's a big problem for a very lo- long part of the day. Not just alcohol. You do a lot of drugs. You're a pretty, pretty much... You're a freak. <laughs> but you're you're a detective. You're a he police officer. He loves drugs. Got it. Yeah. So, to set the scene, like, this normal. is set in, like, the year's 5,000 and something. So, it's pretty okay. far. Dystopian world ended a few times since the current age. Yeah. So, technology and sort of just how people live is very much behind but still afford in some places like people use radios there's a few telephone lines but like this this city has like two okay um and you you gotta make your way around it um it's it's very gritty as well i definitely gritty is a a very accurate word for it but uh, one of my favorite things is just how broken your character's mind is, right? So you start the game, you've lost, you lose all memory of yourself. Yeah, it's classic, a classic amnesia yeah. scenario. Classic video game. Trophy. Everyone has, everyone has to explain what's going on around you. Of course. But the thing is, you're also investigating a crime, and you have, you were here a week after. You've been here for a week. So you know you're a detective. Uh you don't at the start. Okay. You find that out. Spoilers. It's a little embarrassing. Yeah, look, it's kind of impossible to talk <laughs> yeah. about this game without giving away yeah, some spoilers. Heavy, heavy, I'm not going to give away yeah. anything massive. Heavy yep. story-based games um, are hard to. Yeah, yeah. And, like, you kind of know it's a detective-based yeah. game just by the description of the game. So you find out you're a detective pretty fucking quick. Um, but it's really... Like, the amount of dialogue in this game is fucking crazy. So it's nice. They do have voice actors for Ooh, most so characters, good. but only for a few lines of dialogue. Oh, and then situations. it goes to text only. Yeah, but it's not. It, it they don't do it. It's not that like they do half of every sentence, which I hate. Yeah, they'll fully read out the first like. Th- there'll be a few sentences you always go through, but then because there's so many dialogue options with every single character, all the extra ones aren't voice acted. Yeah, but the thing is, just that little bit of voice acting is enough for you to get that voice in your head. And you are now reading the rest of the dialogue with that voice. That's yeah, such okay. a clever it's way of doing so it. So it is it is a great way of doing it because they haven't sacrificed 
the massive amount of dialogue to be like, oh, we got to get voice actors in. And, oh, we can't make changes afterwards to the dialogue because we'd have to rewrite the lines and re-record them. We just do the main bit of the dialogue, get the voice going in their heads, and then we'll go to town with the writing. Mm. And and alternatively, they don't do that. They just do no voice recording at all. The game is would just be... Like the 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 the, 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 the background noise would just drill into your skull, yeah. And I, it it wouldn't be as nice. Yeah. The 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 voice voice acting is pretty good. Um, the okay. the voices are all there's quite it, a bit it, of. It is an indie studio as well, so it would have made it so much cheaper for them to just do mm. it this way. Mm. Like, but I mean, mm. the fact that they they did, they did still choose to, and there's a lot of different characters, like there's a lot of different voices. They could have easily just not done any voice acting, yeah, because yeah. it's still all text based on the side, yeah. But I think it's great that they did the voice acting, and it would. If they didn't have that, I feel like that game would drop a good two two marks out of ten. Are you the man with the with the mutton chops? Yes. Good. So you're that ugly motherfucker. Uh, the, you the are other, very the ugly. The other guy next to him is worse off, I think. Oh, Callum, I don't really I don't think you're very ugly. All right. I'm well, mutton chops. Thank you very much, it, Josh. So basically, you, so as I said, you've been there for se- seven days. There was yep. a crime. There was a hanging. Or there was a, oh, there's a hanged man. The screenshot I'm looking at right now. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, you finally meet up with a second detective, and he's like, "All right, so glasses boy, I, this isn't looking great. What have you done so far?" And I'm and you just don't know. And you're like, "I I don't I don't know anything. I don't know who you are. I don't know who I am." And, but the great thing is, all the dialogue options you can just fob your way through. You can just pretend that you don't remember. You pretend that you don't don't remember everything. And th- that's where the writing of the game is really impressive because I did that for a bit because I thought maybe mm. something bad would happen but until I realized that, Good. shit, this guy's going to be following me everywhere. Acting like he he's knew what was g- going on. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck, I better tell this guy. If he's going to be following me everywhere, he better know. And yeah. like, he, the whole time I said, every time I said something that didn't quite make any sense, he was like, okay. But then after I told him that I've got amnesia, he was understanding with every response. And it's like... I, if I, I had the option to tell him from the start and then he probably would have been understanding. So it was like two whole different dialogues depending on when you told him you had amnesia. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And it, it's that kind of that kind of writing goes through the whole game so, that I've seen so far. Um, I mean, it's kind, it kind of sounds interesting. Like, I, I'm, I don't know if I could get through it all, but... Look, did you... You played Skyrim, right? Yeah. Did you read the books in Skyrim? I read some of them. Okay, you might like the game then. <laughs> you might like it. Josh, did you read the books in Skyrim? I barely played Skyrim, and I, you know, I don't like searching for story. If it's presented exactly. to me, then it's you. No, you wouldn't like the game because the story it's it's not presented to you. You're dropped in it. It's not hidden from you, but you just gotta you've gotta wade through the story. Either. Exactly. I, you I, have I to make the story yourself. On, a list of games that I, I do want to play because I have heard nothing but good things. And I, mm. I think if I knew, and I do know that that's what is going into it, it would change how I would approach it. I don't go into Skyrim thinking, oh, I want to read all the fucking books because this is what I want to do when I play Skyrim. But playing a game like Disco Listen, you know that it, it is a, a reading sort of experience. Like it, and it's yeah. it's not just a reading experience though. You it's it's actually really difficult. You have to actively think about what's going on because there's been times yeah. where I sort of wasn't paying attention, and then I'm just like, "Fuck me! I have no idea where I need to go now." Yeah, it's not okay. like it's not like I wasn't listening and someone told me where to go. Yeah, 
uh, the information is here and there and there, and like I to, need to figure, need to figure out. it out. Yeah, I, no, I, I need to really like concentrate. I do like, that. and it's it, it's it does get on my nerves a little bit. <laughs> like I'm a fucking bit of a lazy gamer. I I I, I, I would. You're I've like, been doing like it so far, I've been enjoying like being it. Told, but then, here, shoot then this. sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, come on, surely, surely I can, surely I can you can tell me, out. give me a hint. I'm a Where clever boy, I, I can figure this out. Yeah. Um, but um, see, th- this particular game, I know they're working on porting it to Xbox and PlayStation. Um, it is currently okay. PC only. Um, and then I think they've said they want to look at Switch after that. So it's a game I'd like to mm. get on Switch. I was it's just thinking that. I'm like, how far out is a Switch port on this bad boy? Because I would... <laughs> I don't know. The, the issue I see with it is the dialogue because there is a lot of dialogue and it's all just down a side pane. That oh, would they'd, need, they'd, they'd have to... They'd change the UI to, You'd have sure. to rework it to do that. Yeah, uh, they the would Switch, for sure. But I, I could see myself playing it on the Switch for 100%. But one of the things I, that, that I don't know if it's going to work well on console is that there's a lot of things that you can miss on the ground that you can hover over the mouse to find. Yeah, and right. it's part of it. Like it, you've got a lot of different skills, and perception's one of them. And I think it helps you find little things around that you might not see normally. Like it highlights them. Yep. But so if if you were playing on a, you've got obviously you'd have some sort of big cursor for the switch. It would highlight these things a lot more obviously. So I'm not too sure. But um, one one of the things that I find very interesting in this game is their their skill system. Like if you could if you could call it a skill system, they're basically like your human traits. Alright, so you've got four different classes of them. You've got intellect, mm-hmm. psych, physique, and motor, motor, motorics. It's a weird one. Like okay. Motor yeah. skills. Um, and basically, at the start, you, you put a certain amount of points in each of those four. Yeah. Uh, and in each of those four, they have six skills within them. Uh, and it's not... It's, they're not traditional skills by, by any stretch. So, like, if you've got... So, psych... Right, so talking about like your mind and stuff, you've got uh, empathy as a skill. So being uh, yeah, able okay. to tell just social cues, um, volition, like just being able to like uh, to to control yourself basically, or, or to to not get into depression because some you have morale. You've got two health. You've got health and you've got morale. You can take morale damage. And yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I like I've gotten to the point where it's like your morale's dangerously low, and then you take some magnesium, and for some reason that helps your morale. I think it's because it's like uh, alternative it's M. medicine. Yes, M. M for magnesium. I think it's because it's. A, I think it actually like in, like canonically, it's like it's a fake medicine that a lot of people believe in. Ah, yeah, that's so right. it helps your morale, giving you back morale. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, um, you've got inland empire where it's like gut feelings so like you sort of walk into a room and something doesn't quite feel right and then w- the way it works is it's sort of in the dialogue tree on the right it'll just pop up and you'll have a conversation with that skill it yeah. will talk to you so like you'll walk into a room if your inland empire is high enough your inland empire will start talking you'll be like something doesn't feel quite right and you're like what doesn't feel quite right and you'll just have a little internal dialogue with you, with that skill in particular. That's, it's like an internal monologue, but it's not a monologue because you're having a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you got split personality disorder <laughs> and it's pretty fucking cool. That's a, that's a I, cool I, way of doing it. Yeah, and each one sort of has its own little personality too. Like yep. drama, my guy happened to have really high drama for some reason. <laughs> and drama is the ability to... Uh, it, it, in short, it's the ability to lie and detect when people are lying. But yep. not just lying, but acting 
more. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when someone's putting up they're, a, they're a facade. putting it on. Yeah, exactly. And your ability to do the same. And so yeah. sometimes that will talk to you, and it talks to you as if it's like uh, you're you're a king, and it, it's your your royal servant. It's always like your highness, and it always talks to you like that. That's, You've got electrochemistry. That, that's cool. I, I just love this that concept. Yeah, doing, it's almost yeah. Like, it's my it's my favorite part. It's almost like Inside Out. Like yeah, it is. It is a lot like Inside <laughs> Out. It's just a lot more gritty, and a lot of them are quite rude to you. Yeah, if Inside Out was made um, by Warner Brothers, not Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got electrochemistry, which is one of the the physique ones. Uh, that's like your you and drugs. Because drugs say, aren't which one makes completely me do good a bad drugs. thing. <laughs> drugs aren't completely a bad thing in this game. Matter of fact, there's a few times where you just need to get drugs. Like if you're on a, you, you're having with, you have withdrawals at, at one stage. You don't even know you were on the drug until you start having withdrawals, and you're like, ah, <laughs> oh, shit, right, amnesia. <laughs> yeah, and then so you talk to the electrochemical side of your body, and then that one's a real piece of work. Yeah, that right. one just t- t- constantly butts in, tells you to go get fucking high all the time. <laughs> Go get some LSD. Man, I would love yeah. if it turns out in the game that these things are like canon in the world. Like, like it's like they're brought on by the drugs. And like, if this was real, you would actually be having conversations with things in your head. I don't think it is. A couple times it's given you the option to sort of talk about how you have a conversation in your head and everyone just immediately is like, what? Yeah, okay, maybe not. That's <laughs> not normal, dude. Yeah, and you're like, okay, just just checking. Just double checking. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't have but that? Like, okay. I forgot. Is it normal to talk to yourself? It's interesting how some of them work together. Like, I was talking to this little girl, and I had a quite high exci- encyclopedia. And it it was like, she, she said something, and it was just wrong. And I immediately went to tell her that she's an idiot, <laughs> and that she was... She girl's like 10 years old. But then, I, luckily, my empathy was high enough that I got the option not to do that. Could, so, like, if I had a low a empathy, or something, yeah, yeah. If, if 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 I had low empathy, I would just straight up tell her she's an idiot. I didn't really get a chance not to. <laughs> but but did you tell her she was an idiot? Now that you had the choice, no, the because choice anyway, because I'm playing sorry cop. This is I'm getting a little bit into. It's not really spoiler, but I'm telling You're people game mechanics that no, no. There's there's game mechanics that you sort of find out later on that you've been playing into you didn't notice yeah, okay. and that's the type of police officer you end up being or that, right. that you are being and there'll be a little pop-up at one stage just be like by the way did you know that you're this kind of cop <laughs> and you're, you're like i don't think i am it's like no 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 you are with you don't get a choice your actions have shown that you are this kind of cop we, we, <laughs> i wasn't terribly happy with the kind of cop that i was being are you a sad cop i was basically a little bitch cop <laughs> <laughs> oh you're me cop. and and I looked, and there's a bunch of different cops you can be. It's um, like like superstar cop, fucking badass cop. And I was a little bitch cop. I'm like, fuck you, game. <laughs> it makes you want to sort of go out. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely playing the game again. I know you're, you yeah. play games and you're like, I got to do another playthrough. I have to do another playthrough because I think it's going to change the game completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you go, you know, yeah. asshole cop. I'll, yeah, I'm going to go fucking asshole cop. I'm going to put all my points in physique in fucking physical instrument and pain threshold and just beat the shit out of everyone. Just, I'm just going to be a fucking unstoppable force. I want to see what happens. There's a, there's a There's a lot of politics in the game as well. A lot of politics. It, it, it talks a lot about uh, the in-game politics because there's so much fucking lore. There's so much in-game like things that have happened throughout the game's history that you find out. Yeah. And there's a lot of... There's a lot, there's a lot of communism, um, a lot of dictator... There's virtually no democracy anymore there's only oh, other so things. it's not that far in the future 
Yeah. So it's it, it's pretty interesting. But then it also does talk about left wing, right wing, sort of modern day Democracy. politics. It puts it in <laughs> it puts it in modern perspective, which is kind of interesting. It's obviously trying to put yeah, things okay. in a way that we can understand. But yep. uh, but no, Disco Elysium. It's it's pretty good. I wouldn't recommend it though. That's just because such I hate people telling review. me. This game's pretty good, but I don't recommend it. <laughs> I suppose that's your, that's well, your Tarkov no, that review sense. as well. Yeah. You can't yeah. add 100% say, yes, go play this game. Depends on the person. Yeah. It's Yeah, exactly. It's like, I could say this Absinthe was really nice, but I'm not going to go just recommend it to random people. Who the fuck drinks True. Absinthe? It's, <laughs> if this is the game that you, w- that you would like, then I recommend it for you. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's exactly it. Like, it's, if you're not sure about playing this game, don't take my enthusiasm as a yeah i guess i better get it still look into it more but not too much yeah because a lot of the enjoyment i've got now this game is just being like wow that's how this works yeah huh you know it's and just pieces falling into place is kind of nice because it is it is like a mystery that you're solving yeah yeah um but like the amount like you've got a notebook it's like you get these little mini tasks Mm. which is like go talk to this person and that's all you have to do my notebook has got fucking like 50 pages of things I need to do. <laughs> and it's frustrating. One one big critic, critique that I have um, is they've got random checks in the game. All right? So it'll tell you when the random check's coming up. You have white checks and red checks. Mm-hmm. White checks you can redo if you level up the, the skill that it's associated with. And red checks are one-offs. When you mean now, check, you mean like, like how like in D&D you do like a... Yes, yeah, okay. absolutely. It literally has a dice roll. Oh, right. It rolls two <laughs> dice. It rolls two dice. It incorporates your skill. So it's like a wisdom check or, a, a, I guess, a, in this absolutely. case, a psych check. Exactly. So it would be for a, very, it'd be for a specific skill. Yeah, so right. it might be a like a pain threshold check or an endurance check or an empathy check. Yep. Uh, but I just... I re- it, they shit me, though, because it's like... It's still random. Even if your skill's really high, you might get an 80% chance. Or if it's really low, you might get a ten percent chance. And it's yeah. like, I sometimes pass the ten percent. I sometimes fail the eighty percent. But uh, it gets frustrating. Good old like, XCOM. I've, these- <laughs> I've put all my points into say empathy, yep. right? And then I finally come across an empathy check, and it's like, yes, I got an eighty percent chance. Failed it. Okay, lost that opportunity. So, especially are, are if it's a red check. Situational things like. Something's happened in the world, and then you roll the chair. Yes, exactly. It, it always happens to you. It's just something that pops up. It yeah. it, it sort of it, it queries the skill, and because the, there's four times six skills, twenty four. Because there's twenty four skills, if you've got all your points in one of them, it's very rare to have your best skill pop up. Yeah. So when it does, you're like sweet. But when you fail it, it's really fucking aggravating because it's like I've. What's the point of leveling this up so yeah, much? Okay. Yeah. I would like there's there's constant um, there's constant checks going for just that are just set levels mm-hmm. like in your in dialogue it'll just sort of be like someone will mention offhandly this place and your encyclopedia will kick in and be like oh this place is off the coast of this area known for its such and such and then you can just bring up it'll give you a dialogue option based off that it'll be like oh you know this because oh you, you, that can't be true because they don't grow that there. And then they're like, "Fuck yeah, I was lying. You got me." <laughs> but and it tells you that you only knew that because you passed an. Uh, an yeah, yeah, that's that's check. nice. Yeah, you, you hover over the check; it'll show you what your skill is and what was needed to see that. Oh, that's cool. 
Which is interesting. So, like, if you... All my points are in, like, certain things. You don't get that many points at the start to put it... To spread them out. So, if I play another playthrough with all my skills and different things, all the fucking dialogue on the right is going to be so fucking different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because different checks will be being done and I'll be giving diff- getting different dialogue options. I'm here for this. I reckon this sounds awesome. That's It sounds it is really pretty cool. in-depth. Like, but the thing is, it gets real slow when you're not sure what you need to do next. Yeah, sure. And sometimes you think you got to do one thing and it's like, uh, no, actually, you can't do that yet. You, you should have tried to do this. Yeah. And it takes you a long time of fucking walking around. It's, it's slow to get around. Uh, okay. And yeah. th- there is, there's kind of a map. It's not very useful. <laughs> so you, it, you can get a bit lost yeah. sometimes. And yeah, there's a lot that, that, that make me not want to play the game straight away. I've actually started playing Satisfactory more, actually. Um, <laughs> this is the kind of game that I kind of... I've got some annual leave coming up. Yep. Got a bit of a holiday, uh, but I'm not nice. doing anything. Staycation. This is the kind This is the kind of game I'm going to play during that time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give you me a lot of enjoyment just... In short you know, bursts. It's like a, being you, need, you need it's, to really knuckle in and just get engrossed in the yeah. world. Exactly. Yeah. This is reading a book. Yeah. And it's not going to do me for like an hour or two of just, oh, I want to have fun for a bit. Yep. But um no. The Disco Elysium is pretty it's 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 a work of art. I'll, yeah. I'll give you that. that that's yeah. what I heard like this this is one of those games that really showed that games are an art form. Like mm. yep. can be can, an art yeah, form. True. Yeah, Josh. no fair. Let's not <laughs> You're trying to yeah. tell me da- uh, daddy dating sim isn't art? Well. No, I'd say that is art. Yeah. I don't know why you would pick a brilliant game out of all the trash <laughs> games Sorry. there are. Sorry. My bad. All right. Well, on but, that note, uh, unless anyone else has anything to say, no, not really, I'm done. Oh, oh, real quick. Yep. Satisfactory has a new update. That trailer. Update How three. good was that fucking trailer? <laughs> it was good, and I've also played the shit out of it already. Yeah. And there's some <laughs> neat stuff. Yeah. That hyper the hyper tubes. Yeah, it's got jump in the, the tube. It's got pneumatic tubes like in Futurama, so yeah. you can build oh, to get it's around. Oh, so good! <laughs> That's cool. And they're so useful. That's the best part. They're not just a gimmick. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go on about that. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we've been the Heroes Tavern. You can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Heroes Tavern Pod. Go check out the Patreon. Donate some of that sweet, sweet news, and we'll talk about it. Uh, Donate the news. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a very nice way of putting it, actually. That's Heroes um, Productions. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Heroes Productions. Uh, find me personally on any of those platforms at Hit That Rowdy. I'm at Spazarus. Come follow me on places. I'm I'm at Smuffin. So you know, do your thing. Sweet, fantastic. See you next week, guys. Catches. See ya. Bye.